You're listening to the Progressive Mind Show, your number one community building show in the world. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. CST, live on Facebook and YouTube. Join us as we discuss pertinent issues that relate to you and I with your host, Alinko. Hello, 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 everyone. This is the Progressive Mind Show. We apologize for the late in start of the show this afternoon. You are welcome to the Progressive Mind Show. Uh, our topic today is tribalism in Ghana. Uh, we want to look at how it's connected to fix the country movement. Right now, that is the biggest conversation in Ghana. We, will be, we want to begin to look at the historical context of tribalism in the country, Ghana, and tackle the difficult question of why we are so tribalistic. How did we become so tribalistic? We also want to get more specific by also by, by looking at tribal actions we engage in, such as branding and name calling. We are very known for that. Then we will follow this. We would, would follow up with exploring how tribalism has affected our social lives and how it plays in our social, uh, in, in our economic growth and politics. With regards to politics, we want to connect tribalism to the movement that we just talked about, a hashtag fix the country. How did we get here? Uh, how did we engage? How did we allow tribalism uh, to possibly allow our leaders to take advantage of uh, uh, to the point that we find ourselves in this predicament as a country. Uh, clearly, we cannot change. We cannot call for change by looking at the government through a tribal lens. How do we take our tribalistic lenses going forward so we can make the changes that we want in Ghana? This is essentially what we want to be looking at today. Feel free to share your comments, follow, uh, ask questions, and contribute to the show this afternoon. It's very important to look at the issue of tribalis, uh, tribalism in Ghana. Now, uh, I am not a, a historian, but I do understand, but I have you know, a fair knowledge of the migration of people. Now, no, there is no nation that has come into existence uh, by, by them being naturally or by their being origination, origination uh, the, by their being the originators of that land. Let me put it that way. So almost all of all nations had come to existence due to migration of people. So in essence, as humans, we are supposed to be custodian of the land that we occupy, the places that we occupy. But Dr. Ren is in the house. Dr. Ren is the executive director of Modern, Edu Modern World Institute. Yes, please. Modern World Institute. Uh, uh, we will let him tell us a bit about himself, um, and then we can continue with the show. We are glad that you'll stay with us. This is the Progressive Mind Show. Uh, I'm your host, Alinko. Dr. Ren, welcome to the show, bro. Well, um, Dr. Ren is a Ghanaian. Uh, Ghanaian, uh, I schooled in Ghana. Uh, currently uh, relocated to uh, United Kingdom uh, Institute, um, uh, Modern World Institute, is uh, basically uh, an institute uh, that is a, a, a think tank mm. that uh, we take on policies, we take on uh, uh, um, research uh, uh, based uh, policies uh, to make sure that uh, we inform, educate, and also create awareness uh, in terms of uh, politics in terms of uh, development, 
to our uh, base. Mm. And so uh, in a nutshell, if you ask uh, Modern World Institute, it's also about telling uh, the uh, African story mm. in a positive way that uh, here we are, modernization has come. Uh, how can we bridge the gap between the co- uh, colonial times with the modern uh, technology? Okay. So these are some of the things that uh, the Modern World Institute stands for. Thank you so much for breaking us down, breaking that down. How long has it been in existence? Uh, honestly, it was uh, once upon a time uh, uh, from Positive Action Ghana and now Modern World Institute. So we've been there uh, not quite long, almost uh, five years now. Uh, quite long, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you said you schooled in Ghana, you know. Can you get were you in the old You look like someone who's in the, who was in the old system, the way you carry yourself. Uh, <laughs> well, I went to a uh, 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 one, um, I think I went to one college, the only college in Ghana, and I went to uh, a university. So, from at the Saddle College, I went to a uh, uh, Cape, uh, Cape Coast University, and then uh. Over here, here we are. Oh, so you and went through I, the old system, right? Six form, all that. Uh, well, uh, not through the old system. I think that oh. when the old system was about to fade out, that was I when got we you. I got you. I got you. Okay, 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 okay. So I, I see, I see, because I, I remember I was in the old system. I think we were in the last batch. So oh, okay. So I yeah. think when you guys were leaving, that's when we. Was when, that's when you came in. It was, it was an interesting transition at the time, you know. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I can, I can vibe with you based off. The way you so when you call yourself now so so yeah um the modern world institute has come to stay it's in it's 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 five years you know five years old do you have affiliates here in the states in the uk over the world in ghana africa or is just you uh, uh it's it's not only me we have uh, uh uh our people also in ghana who are also helping us okay. uh, uh Usually, uh, uh, before it was Positive Action Ghana, but we got uh, problems with the name, you know, Positive Action Ghana, and people uh-huh. were not so comfortable with the name, so right. we had to change. So, uh, if I'm being honest, when we change the name, it's not even up to a year now when okay. we change the name. So, yeah. So, if I'm going with the, the new name, uh, we're not even up a year now. So, we are open. Uh, we are now trying to put certain things together to start having other um, offices and other... Uh, so, if people are interested and they want to I joined the one and inquire more. Uh, we're now setting up. Uh, they shouldn't hesitate. I'm sure when uh, the program is going to the end, maybe uh, we'll, we'll put our handles down. And if other people want to join, if there's no, no, any no, other, no. Uh, yes. Is this yeah. similar to? Is this similar to uh, Franklin Cujo's? Um, what's it called? A think tank uh, uh, institute. Um, well, I'm trying to get a name. You know Franklin Cujo, right? Yes, please. I know. Uh, Imani. Yeah, Imani. exactly, exactly. Imani, yeah. are you, are you, do you have a, a similar vision as Imani? Yes, and uh, I think that uh, uh, the call, our call, is also to go down to the uh, grassroots. Okay, I think not basically about the educated ones. Uh, some of the think tank tends to deal with only the elite. Mm. Ours is to also go down to make sure that uh, the the those people that were not fortunate to go to school like we were. Uh, can also understand uh, the, uh, the 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 policies, the right. education uh, for them. So uh, you say that yes, uh, somewhere like Imani, but also we go a bit further to yeah. the uh, policies. Uh, yeah, you are on the ground. You are more grassroots, yeah. uh, which is which takes me to think of the group, uh, the group that was his name, uh, 
Kwame A plus leads, which is um TPP. TPP, TPP. Are you do you think you share similar values? Uh I think that currently uh from the last time, if I think I watched A plus very well. Uh-huh. He was talking about taking the TPP to, I think, for them to become a, a political party if somebody sees it. So uh, I wouldn't say that is what uh, um, Modern World Institute stands for. We okay. we promote development path through okay. traditional uh, 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 ways. And also, mm -hmm. so, uh, ours is also to say that um, the traditional ways of doing things, we can also add the modernization touch there to you it. Go. There you introducing, go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. I, I think that um uh, i i like your model because uh on this show we call it the finding the balance uh basically yeah. how do we pick what we had what is modern fuse it and progress because even as uh even we even when we look at some of our traditions and our values a lot of them has held us back and so yeah. how do we get rid of some of them and maybe yeah. in the future we can talk about these things yeah. like spending eight hours at funerals Every weekend, you know, having our loved ones stay in the fridge for six months, three, four, five months, and spend all types of money on them while people are struggling. So these are some of the things where we can, and, and so I, I really jive with that. And so I'll just say, uh, thanks for having a great vision for the country Ghana as young men in the diaspora. A lot of times when we come here, the goal is to um, live the dream, right? Make money for ourselves, build some homes and do well for ourselves but the issue the sense the, the sense of community is what sometimes uh, lacks and so when i see uh folks like you who has a bigger vision or a bigger community at heart and trying to see how we can build ghana together is so admirable last question before we go into the topic for today have you had have you had like a grave challenges with the project that you started you know trying to institute or trying to basically um uh, enlighten people on what we need to do to grow as a people as a country oh yes i i think that uh, there are there are more more challenges i mean uh the educational system and yeah. i think that um, if we look at how um if if let's say for instance i take the northern part uh -huh. uh, uh there are many people that yes they go to school but really the understanding of even going to school is not even there it's like uh we we, we are being told to go to school that's why we are going to school mm. but, but for the purpose of why we want to be educated a lot of people don't even understand right so right. when you see many of the things being done in ghana uh people join associations and even they don't even understand why they are in the association you're right so right. i'll give you an example somebody might be an mpp person in ghana a supporter executive mm. member he has gone to university he believe that the mpp ideology is different from the ndc ideology so when you take the mpp ideology it's similar to the ideology of the conservatives here yeah. so they believe in uh, different ideologies than the ndc ndc's ideology that's the socialism a style more or less like the labor system here yeah the, the labor party here. Mm -hmm. the mpp is more or less like capitalism they believe that let us uh, create the platform when we create the platform uh private businesses can thrive on it for the rich that is not what the ndc stands for 
But yeah. somebody will be an MPP member who shares in the same ideology like the conservatives. But when they come from Ghana and they are here, yeah. when it's voting time, instead of voting for conservative, they end up be voting for Labour. Yeah. So you ask yourself, is, isn't that the person is just following him because he feels that I have to follow and it's right for me to follow in MPP full step. But when I come to UK, yeah. so it means that the person really does not really understand what they do. Exactly. And that, that are some of the challenges that we get uh, with uh, uh, whenever we go to the grassroots. Mm. Uh, also, I think that there's, a, there's major, major issues. Yeah. Major, major issues. Even, tra even roads, transportation, feeding the system. There's nothing like unemployment offices where mm. people can even go and say, oh, if I need employment, this is my skills. Perhaps I'm not good in reading and writing, but I have mm. some skills. Okay. My skill is that I'm very creative. What can I use it? So you see that many talents go waste in Ghana because the system of education is that if you're unable to pass English and math, you cannot go to second cycle, secondary yeah. cycle. So yeah. a lot of chunk young boys end up being, I mean, being having no hope and no future. They're not yeah. even going to the secondary, let alone from the secondary to the university. Absolutely. These are some of the challenges. There's a lot of bridges, and I think that as as our at the policy and a think tank, uh, and we keep on thinking. Uh, yeah. We keep on bringing out ideas and also passing it to the appropriate authorities uh -huh. to take note of it. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Ren. So we'll bring it home now. Uh, yeah. Tribalism in Ghana. Yeah. And yeah. we'll connect it to fix the country because you are big on that all the time yeah. on social media. Yeah. Um, I, I try to give a historical context, but being a scholar mm -hmm. in, in some of these things, right? Uh, that's, yeah. that's just my title. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you a title on, you know, uh, a scholar, you know, I, 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 I can accentuate it, but confirm it if it's true, right? But I know that you, I know that you have deep knowledge in in these part of conversation, these things, because I've listened and followed you in, uh, for for a long time. Give us briefly, maybe a minute or so, the historical context when it comes to. I, I, I we've I've given my version about it because you are our guest. I want our audience to hear from you as well. How we became very tribalistic as a people. Uh, thank you Actually, so much. No, let, let's before you before we get to tribal being tribalistic, the history of tribalism, like how we got here. I mean, how the 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 division of tribe tribals, you know, uh, came together in Ghana. Uh, thank you once again. I think that um, yes, in terms of uh, tribalism, I mean, uh, people will first of all ask uh, what is tribalism. Right. Uh, we have to first of all define tribalism. There you go. Uh, it's, it's, it's a state of uh, being organized or advocating uh, in in ethnic groups. Uh, so, for instance, uh, if you take United Kingdom, there are tribes. We have the Welsh, we have the Scottish, we have the uh, uh, people that they call them uh, the uh, Anglo-Saxophone. These okay. are tribes. Uh, in Ghana, there is a lot of tribes. We have uh, the Mamprusis, the Kusasis, the Akans, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the Gans. The so uh, these are tribes. Right. We got here. Uh, that's the question. Uh, I think that uh, it's one of the biggest questions. Yeah. How did we go here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say we move through. The essence of this is to, yeah, is to uh, bring, start, start bringing awareness to this grave problem that we've had, you know, as a people. So we'll do our best to tackle it. Maybe another time we can continue, but please go ahead.
Yes. I think that uh, if you look at the how we got here, first of all, before the uh, the Europeans came, uh, the black people were living peacefully, were living uh, together. I think that if you look at the history, uh, and I think that this is where uh, a lot of people will bear with me, and mm. I think that maybe perhaps uh, those that have done uh, 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 um, history will bear with me when we talk about the partition of Africa. I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah, After yeah, yeah. the Berlin Conference, the Berlin Conference in, yeah. Yeah. in November 15, 1884, yeah. throughout to 26th of February, 1885. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 we share common history when in terms of tribal, uh, tri uh, in terms of ethnic group, groups, we share common history in terms yeah. of culture, tradition, and heritage. So you see that the history of the Ashanti is more or less similar to the history of the Gans. The history of the, uh, the, 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 the culture that they share is more or less like uh, 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 there's the similarities in it. Mm. So the way we eat, the way we talk, the way we behave, the way we act, there's some uh, common uh, history together. Right. But uh, we, we, like I said, we're living together until the white man came to mm. cause division among us. Okay. Uh, which I called the partition of Ghana, which is similar, like I said, the partition of the Africa. Africa, continent. Yeah. That was when it started. So we, we started placing some importance onto a particular set of group of people. And so I, uh, they gave prominence to where uh, the natural resources mainly was found. So, for instance, uh, the white man realized that there was a lot of gold and diamonds in the Ashanti part. So they play some importance to the people of the Ashanti. So the Ashantis felt that they were superior. No, don't get me wrong. Yes, the Ashantis were superior because if we're talking about the Ashanti Empire, it cast across all the way through to Sierra Leone, Liberia, and other places. Yeah. So it is really true. Yeah. They were great. Mm -hmm. But the reinforcement of the white man's and the, the motive behind the division tactics to separate us uh, gave some prominence to some sectors, some ethnic groups. And so it made other people felt like they were not superior. They were born of any lesser God. Let me remind your viewers and your cherished listeners that no black man was born of any inferior God. It's a tactic. It's a, it's a tactic that some people designed in their own ways to find ways and means to steal our natural resources. So that was one and the major reason why uh, we started thinking, acting, and behaving as if one particular ethnic group is superior than other ethnic groups. And I think that I'm sure that when we are going into why we are tribalistic, uh, how the tribalism is affecting our social lives, I think that we would delve deep into it. But it all became an agenda from the colonial masters. Right. And that is why we are here today. And I think that until we're able to overcome the ghost of low self-esteem, mm. it's going to be very hard. Thank you for breaking it down. That's why I call you the scholar. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, no, thanks for doing that justice to it. So I, before you came, I was basically uh, also trying to play the, ad the devil's advocate. I'm like, how mm. do we, because yes, the stories you shared, I mean, the history gave, you know, uh, resonates with me i'm aware of it so i was asking you know how did we as a people allow ourselves to be first of all ruled by a few europeans uh to to the point where we were dominated uh, domi dominated 
over our language, our culture, uh, our territories, and we were basically imposed on by the Europeans with their culture and um, the values. And this is something that baffles me sometimes. Briefly, how did we allow ourselves to be completely overtaken by a few Europeans? I, I think that uh, uh, um, it's, it's, it's something that up to now, Mm -hmm. uh, many uh, people have still are still looking for the answers. answers. I wouldn't say that is one particular. Uh, uh, there's one particular reason okay. uh, solely to the reason why we have gotten here. Right. Uh, uh, it's, it's 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 a compound of 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 of, 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 of issues, of, right? Of, factors, right? Of, of factors. Yeah. And I think that one of the factors is that um, uh, the black man's nature uh, is somebody that. Uh, we tend to welcome people from outside mm. and we give them the chance. Mm. And uh, people take advantage of our lenience and, and our as, hospitality. We, as a weakness of yeah. our, our, our hospitality as a weakness. Yeah. yeah. So I think that we gave in to yeah. some of, of the uh, uh, colonial masters. Right. Uh, because they also, some of them were advanced. The Romans yeah. and the English were more advanced. Mind you, they had gone into it before. We yeah. had never gone into those kind of things before. Yeah. Uh, the British were being colonized by the Romans, so they they knew the essence of slavery. Yeah, uh, the Jewish has also been in in slavery, so they knew all the essence of it. Yeah, and I think that we let you know our guard down, and I think mm. that that was when uh, these people also took advantage. And mind you. Yeah. These are people that many years ago they were living in the caves, mm. and so if they have come and they see you living in uh, building pyramids, and you have gold, you have diamond, you have bauxite, and you are playing with it, and they could not even feed themselves. They don't even know the system of how they can even make firewood, and they meet all of you and uh, how beautiful your women are, and how I mean uh, uh, eloquent uh, you and strong the men were. The royalties, and they realize that no, uh, we yeah. have to bring a tactics uh, right. and, and, and sow some seed into their heads. You made a very important point, which is the way advanced in technology. Uh, let's so that we don't get too much into the you know civilization of Africa because we were advanced. If we were building a pyramid and all of that, you know, what is guns? You know, we didn't, we didn't, we, we, we could have built the most complicated weapons and all of that for some reason we didn't have it they came they have they had weapons they had the machine guns uh all we are saying is that but i think we shouldn't we shouldn't lose lose of the fact that we shouldn't uh forget that there were the they did all this all this did not happen without any resistance okay we know mm -hmm. the grandpas the yas and twas you know resisted uh the europeans for a long time but they were over overpowered because of the uh, armory of the uh, machine guns and, and and all that. The weapons were basically more sophisticated than what we had, which is again asking why didn't our forefathers, you know, you know, maybe do more of uh, inventing those type of weapons, you know, to defend our territory. But but maybe our hospitality took the better of us, right? We are so yeah. hospitable, we are so free-minded. Who cares about guns? You know, all we want do is have some some arrows so we can go hunt some animals come feed our family you know we're not thinking about going to wars and conquering a lot of people so so let's let's make some guns so that we can go and take over take over territories maybe maybe those that was our, our our mindset but let's bring it home to now we have this culture of 
one tribe feeling better than the other. Um, do you think that, uh, how, do you, how has it affected our social life as a people? Now that we have been entrenched or we have been boxed in into our tribal zones, the Elwes, the Guns, the Northerners, the Ashan, the Akans, who are about almost fifty percent, almost half of the, the population of Ghana. Mm, how yeah. have we used this now that we have these tribalism issues? How have we used this socially to uh, negatively deal with each other as a people? I think that uh, 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 that's a very good question. Um, you see, the flame of tribalism, I say, that continues to burn. Mm. And it's burning. Yeah. And, and, and it gives me some, some, some deep worry. Yeah. And I will use as an example. Uh, I'm sure that many of you that are watching us has, have heard about Sal. Uh, these are the people called the uh, Sancho Kofi the Akpafu, the Lipe, and the Lobby. Okay. As the, I speak to you now, they are, they the, are people... The, the region that makes the, the OT regional, what we call the OT regional? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, it, it used to be part of the Volta region. Exactly. Uh, that was carved out uh, and became uh, the newly formed OT region. Yes, yeah. so you are right. Yes. So so that's here is my worry. Mm. The flame is burning. And, 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 and uh, rather furiously is gaining momentum. And mm. one would have thought that since we have a president who taught himself, with all respect to him, he's who is somebody who stood on many platforms as a human rights activist. One would have thought that at this particular time that we have come far, knowing what these tribalism has affected us. You remember the Konkombes and the Nanumbes. Yep. A lot has happened. If you mm. go to the history of um, even the Rwandas, the yeah. Hutis and the Tutis. Yeah. We have come from. Even Liberia. Exactly. So, it's still something that gradually the flame is burning. Mm. And it's really, really gaining momentum. And that is my worry. Yeah, my worry is that if care is not taken, it's going to be hard for an Ashanti to marry an Enzima or an Enzima to marry a Kuyapim or a Kuyapim to marry a Ga or a Ga to marry maybe the Kusasis or the Gonja. Because gradually, some people are trying to make their tribe feel more important than others. You see. In a national context, tribalism can be a mixed blessing. Right. Uh, on the credit side, anxiety to enhance the reputation of his tribe can inspire a man to great deeds. So, for yeah. example, uh, we can take the positives of the Ashantis, we can take the positives of the uh, the Nanumbers, the Kokumbers, the Sisala, the Gans, the Frafra, the Dagatis. But when we start placing some importance and superiority to a set group of people, like, for instance, trying to segregate and make some people feel as we are talking without a member of parliament, then what signal are we sending? Right. Then we are sending a signal that they don't feel a sense of belonging. Yeah. So, run up to the election, we saw 
people going to the voter region and people started shouting and all these people people wants to uh, move away from the, the the region because they think that they don't Ghanaians don't want to welcome them they think that they they are they from togo are they are they Ghanaians? why are we not welcome why is it that we have sent military people over there right you see this flame that i'm talking about mm. is something that if care is not taken when yeah. somebody just lit one match before mm. we realized yeah. it will consume all of us. Yeah. Just like the Hutus and the Tutis, the way it happened in Rwanda. There are importance there. Yeah. But then it is gaining momentum yeah. and it is really affecting us. And gradually, yeah. people are talking and people are voicing out. And the way they are voicing out, and the way they are pointing hands, especially if you are a member of the Achim, you feel like, ah, why are we always being mentioned? It's because some people have placed some importance. Is it because of that? Or it is not because of that? It is, if it is that, how can we balance it? Yeah. So that as a country, we don't, some people will not feel like others are being respected more and mm -hmm. others are feeling like, they were born of any lesser God. Right. And I'll tell you something fantastic about Dr. Kwame. There is a college in Ghana called Ghana National College. It was founded by Dr. Kwame. And it was this particular basis that's why he founded the Ghana National. He believed that Ghana was one country. Remember, he was fighting for one Africa. Yeah. Ghana was not something that he was thinking about. Division, hmm. divided rule. So he brought this boarding system and he said, let the northern child come to this particular school. Let the eastern child come to this particular school. Let the western child come there so that they can learn among themselves the cultures. Yeah. The way they eat, the way they bath, the way they do things. Mm. So it brought unity. Yeah. So when we entered to some schools, we realized that it's easier to mingle with the Ashantis. It's easier to speak to the northerner. The, yeah. the, the the other tribes yeah yeah this was the way that we were going but mm. today if we have a people called the sun trophy the lolopi the uh uh uh, uh um akpafu lipe and lolobi rather mm -hmm. without a member of parliament and there is no mp or no uh, both minority on the side of the minority on the side of the majority voicing out and raising their voice that this is undemocratic and unconstitutional and unconstitutional it's inhumane it's You're inhumane right. so you yeah. make the person that lives in sun trophy yeah feel not important yeah because he does not even have a member of representative in the parliament house so now they don't have a voice. Yeah. Who speaks for them? And the national and the and the national leadership uh, attitude is like we don't care about you. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 this is this these are these are the the ripple effects of tribalism and mm -hmm. uh and this is how grave this is how grave it has gotten to to mm -hmm. the to the extent where a group of people like Dr. Ren is saying do not have a representative um uh at the what would you, what would you call the uh, at, uh in parliament 
and mm. and here in the U.S. we'll call it Congress. Can you imagine that a, a constituent or a, a county uh, or a state does not have a rep, you know, and the government is not saying nothing about it? It's like nobody even speaks about it. And so this is how important this is. But Dr. Ren is um, very, you know, I'm he's I'm not as political as he is, you know. So uh, he 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 dives into into it. I want to bring it home where uh, eternally, locally, where uh, uh, again, where the tribes intermingle. So as a people, I think that our leaders understand very well the the division that we have as as tribal as tribes. And how it plays into our holding of them accountable to their policies and to their words, and as a result, they they they, they use that. And so, I want to first of all, but before we look at that, you made you made mention of something which is very true, which is that um, if we're not careful, we might not have one tribe, we might not have that intercultural marriages. Even though Ghana, we to a certain level, we have intercultural marriages, but notwithstanding the challenges, because mm. I have been through situations, and I'm sure you might have to attest to it, where you go home with a girlfriend or you go home with a boyfriend and your parents ask you, Ufrihi? literally. Exactly. And that was where I, I, I moved from. I, I was moving away from the political side and coming to yes. uh, the, 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 the individual. Okay, let's go, let's go there. And, and, and so because we put importance on... And, and, and the thing is that we have to understand, and this is the reason why, uh, uh, for me, I think that uh, we need to start encouraging our people mm. uh, to start to think right and also to uh, desist from such things. You see, it's like I'm saying, uh, tribalism has its own uh, uh, positive sides. But when we start putting and describing some particular tribe, yeah, and so important, and the way we speak, the way we explain things, the way we make, uh, uh, we we portray it, in a way, is also like also putting fear in the other smaller tribes, intimidating right others, right? Exactly. So it makes somebody the smaller ones because definitely, we have tribes that are huge. We have some that are minor. We have the major tribes. The major right. ones are the Ashantis. Yeah. And so when someone is speaking and he's an Ashanti, Ashanti speaks with pride. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Exactly. But we have to be mindful and we have to me be measured in the way we speak. Yeah. And knowing that we all represent one Ghana and a one mm. country. Yeah. So if we are speaking to the smaller tribe, let us be mindful. Because if I'm going to marry somebody and the person is maybe from a smaller tribe, maybe say the uh, 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 the Ewe. Let's say, let's use the Ewe. Ewe and Ashanti. There's, there's a big tribal, uh, I'll say, uh, rivalry that goes on within these two uh, uh, tribes. So let's 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 use that. So 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 if we're going to use that, that means like we are engaging in worthless browse. Okay. With ourselves, like the Ewe uh -huh. and the Ashanti. Uh -huh. So. Uh, or maybe the 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 the, the guy and then maybe the latte. Okay, there, there you so, go. So so we feel like, oh, uh, who are you? We'll cry anyway. We'll cry. I'm yeah. just using. I will. 
bring it to the, the English language. Uh -huh. you, people were, you, you people were our servants. We brought you people from, excuse me, the northern side yeah. to come and serve us. Uh -huh. But that days are long gone. Mm -hmm. If we keep drumming it into and um, saying it, and if care is not taken, these kind of wetless brow yeah. can start leading into certain things. And even when somebody is even going to marry from the, 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 the enzima or the frafra or the kusasis, the person will feel like, ah, these people don't even take me for anything. I mean, they don't even respect my tribe because they feel like yeah. once upon a time, our forefathers were like, I mean, uh, slaves to them. I yeah. mean, they served them. So uh, it puts, I mean, it's very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, so we have to, I mean, speak equal. Mm. And now, equality. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I was going to add to what you were saying. It's, it's, it's very powerful. This thing has been very dear to my heart because, you know, Dr. Ren, when you and I have traveled here. Yeah. And we see how people look at each other. Now, in the UK, you have the Scottish whose accent is different from the Irish, the, you know, even the English, you know, and all of that, the Wales, right? Yes. But I don't think that one tribe or one um, group exerts their superiority based on their popularity of their language over the other or make them feel uh, less, less important than the other based on their language. All I'm saying is that when we are here, we see a lot of ethnic groups inter, inter, interlocking. Uh, mm. We see people give respect, I mean, to others uh, and looking beyond their nationality, their ethnic uh, backgrounds, and even their dialects. You know, you and I are Africans here, but we can attain any heights that we want regardless, regardless of our accents. Yes, mm. we might be discriminated against every now and then, but you... Look, you are in a, you want you are in the European's land or you are in the white man's land. We are supposed to be the mi minority. So if you get someone discriminating against you because they look different, sometimes you can give them an excuse. Okay, maybe we look different, so I'll give you the excuse for looking down on me. But in in our context, we are Africans. We are all black people, and how how is it that we if we look at each each other, you know, uh, with a certain complex? Even though we're all black, right? So mm -hmm. there are each there are, there are situations where um um you you would see someone you know that would react to like when we have leaders who would compare certain tribes and call them and tough like we call we call we have names right the name callings mm -hmm. that we have and tough war, you know yeah. and Kranfo, uh yeah. I, I before okay yeah. now the I base will say uh Ashantewo see. That's the way a gatol, you know. That's the way you say. That's the way you say we are Kenyan and we are Shantini, mm -hmm. and uh, and that will make you feel oh, okay. That's fine. And they say way I say it that makes you feel that makes you feel agitated. Mm. You see, being acknowledging that acknowledging your tribe itself that's not is is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Having that tribal identity. This is where I'm from. This is where my parents are from. This is my culture. This is, is fine. But it's different from being a tribal bigot where you, you make the other feel less important because you belong to a certain tribe and you have certain culture and certain traits and you eat differently. Maybe you dance differently. And so the other one does not feel 
that's the other one is not even important even though we live in the same country and this is where it becomes so grave we have perpetuated this this legacy that dr ren just mentioned that was given us by europeans if they gave it to us or if we had it ourselves however uh, whatever it is we have allowed it to grow and he used the word is gaining momentum the thing is getting you know uh is, is getting to a point where it may render us into a situation that would be so un that would be uncontrollable we've seen it played out in countries like rwanda thank god rwanda is picking itself back up now but mm. look at the lives they have lost all right mm. so as a people looking forward going forward um uh, i think like you said we have to start conscientizing ourselves to understand that the, you are human we have to start looking at you based of what you bring in the head who you are in the head and in the heart are you a good person do you uh do you do you, do you place value on the things that matter in life do you respect me enough are you intelligent to t take on a task do you have a vision that is good for all of us we have to start looking beyond how we sound because how we sound is not our doing it is god given language and dialects we didn't create it so if god in his own in his own wisdom decided and if you believe in god decided to give us different languages so be it but then he also placed us in a confine in a confinement in societies where we have to coexist and so if we find ourselves as Ghanaians and uh, uh, having you know similar food culture food and dress and uh, dress uh, dress culture uh, and similar values, we have to start understanding that Okasa Agbayenodona, we won't know we are outside the MNT, but the way you speak, the dialect that you speak, does not necessarily make you a better person. Let me say this last thing, and I'll have Dr. Uh, Ren come in. As I'm talking uh, talking about this, it's just it's just dropping in my in my heart because I get this here in the diaspora. Dr. Ren, I talk to friends in Chicago. Now, I know you've heard the word Akata. Yeah, Akata boys. Okay. Akata is, as Akata has a very derogatory meaning. The meaning of Akata, eya, aboa. Okay. You were all, you were lying. So, the meaning of Akata, eya, aboa, a wild aboa, or unrim. Now, per the history here in the diaspora, at least in Chicago, I mean, in the diaspora in the US, a group of people migrated, I mean, from Africa, came here and gave them that name, nicknamed them that. Why am I saying this? You used to start wedding now till today. When I meet folks, I'm like, bro, it didn't end in papa. You ain't me in fret and crofo be say. And now the people who look like us, and now say, and crofo say, this is the meaning of it. But guess what? People still use it. You know the excuse they give me? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, oh, say, 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 but you know, if we are within ourselves, any use, any refer, almost, and I'm saying, how does that even sink? How does that make you feel? Say, oh, cook with more, what me feel being a bonnet, right? What me refer, oh, yeah, or yeah, boy, and crop for more about Krumua, and I say, prepare our friend is saying, yang, yang, we contributed to slavery. To them coming here, I'm about how basic has a for us to come and enjoy. It's me baha Ephraim Musaidin, and again after off, uh, offline, I'll give you how it originated. 
And to know, even when people know, say, it didn't yet, it didn't burn, we still call them. And they give you the excuse, say, say, you were there more, and they're from us. Sahana, yes, we are Ghana. When we are within our circles, we refer to other tribes as, oh, me and Kwasiafo, these people are stupid. These people have this attitude. And we refer to each other, we refer to other ethnic groups as useless and worthless because they probably don't speak one dialect correctly or they don't speak it well or they have this culture or they have this trait and attitude. And so we, within our secret caucuses, we have this resentment towards our own, towards, towards ourselves. And we bring it to the diaspora. And we mm. still perpetuate it among ourselves here to the point where the year a whole war and I say and crawl for the people who build this country for us to come enjoy, we refer to them like that. And so I'm, I just want to take this opportunity to talk to tell Ghanaians and Africans who use the word akata. It is a derogatory word. We have to start placing value on yang. You have to respect yourself enough to not to call someone a derogatory name. You have to respect yourself enough to not look down on another human being, say, or you're less than you, and I said, who here? And I said, they're less important because you belong to a group that looks more powerful, or that sounds more powerful, or that has a better history, or has whatever it thinks that you have the advantages is good and dandy. But we have to recognize that a bigger community is what we need because without that, our society is going to dwindle into a very cynical one. And once we hate, we continue to perpetuate this inner hate towards each other. It's going to, it's going to reflect in our economy, which is why we have the type of economy and society that we have now. Because in Africa, people would vote for leaders based, based on their tribal affiliation. It does not matter the policy they have for us. It does not matter what they are doing. So we have, we have followed that trend and the politicians know this. So they've taken advantage of it. And that is why we live in places where we don't have basic amenities. The roads are bad, basic amenities. We can't even turn on the light. We can't even have water to drink. Look at how people are drinking water. Look at the water we're drinking. Look at how people are living in Ghana. But those same people would vote for leaders or vote for people into uh, political uh, positions without paying attention to their own well-being. All because... They think that he or she belongs to their tribe. This is how bad tribalism has gotten us, my brother. It's so emotional. And it's so, uh, when I speak on this, when I think about this, I, I don't want to take the show from, but go ahead, my brother. Based on what I've said, I know some things are ringing in your mind, but please go ahead and, and, and add your two cents. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, uh, it, it's right. You, you have every right to uh, get emotional when we're talking about matters of uh, tribalism. But you see, I, 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 let me take it this way. Uh, and I think that uh, for the purpose of education, I just want us to get, uh, um, I know that your viewers and your uh, cherished listeners are more uh, educated. Let's, let's take it this way. Mm. You see, uh, some people that write or, or, or think about tribalism, when we talk, it, you know, uh, um, when we talk about African tribalism, uh, people think that it never happened in Europe. Yeah. I'm sorry, it did happen. No, it did. But you see, there is a big difference here. There you and, go. That the, and that is the education I want some people to listen. Uh, exactly. This is the difference. Mm. You see, when it comes to the white man, they don't use the word tribalism. Okay. They use the word nationals. There you go. 
We use the word native. So once we, we put ourselves in that particular box of word mm -hmm. as a native, then definitely the native Ashanti man will feel that he's fighting an Ewe man because we don't think on national grounds. So yeah. fantastically, you get the point about the Welsh, you give the point about the Scottish. I tell you, the Scottish people, the way they speak their English, sometimes it, it will baffle you. It's not yeah. the way the any any we speak uh, that the way uh, our president the Kufadu speak. No, 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 that is London English. I know. If you go to Liverpool and the Liverpool man is speaking his English, ah, brother, you run away mm. to Ghana. Mm. But you see, they use the word nationals. Okay. But we use the word native. But you but know, you know but before you continue, Dr. Ren, even though they use the word national, whatever it is, yes, so we are not saying that, yeah, what you're saying is true. Based on where you're from, there's a tendency for you to look at someone who's from, from a different group, you know, a certain way, right? Because, we, you know, we are social beings, we, we, we feel connected, you know, based off the things that we are, to, uh, the things that we, we share same common, uh, commonalities with, right? Yeah. But I think the advantage or what they do well is that they look beyond how the Welsh or the Scottish sound. They don't, they don't necessarily discriminate against uh, you, uh, those, you know, those that belong to a lesser group. They don't necessarily uh, deny people of basic rights, like the example you just gave, that a whole, the whole constituent in Ghana does not have a, a representative in parliament, right? Mm. And nobody is talking about it because they belong to a certain ethnic group or a certain uh, tribe, right? Mm. I don't think that would ever happen in this modern day in the European continent and uh, European or, or even in the West. And I think that is the difference. But sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's great. I mean, we're having a discussion. So, uh, yeah. and, and for the purpose of those that are watching us, I'm sure yeah. it's, it's great because you need to come in and it, it's very fantastic. You see, I brought the terminology of mm. nationals because it's very important. Right. You see, it's important because that is what, when you are growing up mm. and certain things are being always being uh, 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 preached to you, that you, uh, your color already, unless you bleach, you don't have any importance. You cannot right. uh, 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 be... I mean, classified as beautiful. So you mm. see people go in uh, purchasing all kinds of, I mean, other uh, 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 cream to, to yeah. become beautiful. Yeah. Uh, these are some of the things that normally it takes greater effect on our people as mm. Africans. Yeah. Because mind you, people have sat down, thought about it, and they have come up with certain policies to make sure that we don't realize our potential as a people. There you go. And so those kind of terminologies always will be used. So if we have to start thinking and thinking right, we have to understand that the terminology that the European use to describe their own is different. Yeah. They use national. Mm. So if we are national, what is the meaning of national? It means that all of us are together as one. Mm. But if you use the terminology as natives, Hmm. individuals it's like yeah. a group of people there you go so i'm being my own you do your own there you go so we don't focus on the national assignment there you go and because we don't focus on the national assignment the parliamentarians are not talking about the sun trophy mm. Akpafu, 
Lolobi Lipe Mata. Right. Because in their mind, it's, it's a certain group of people and they are the minority. It's a native concept. It's a native concept. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 not, the, you're right. The national concept of, of, of looking at things is not embedded in our culture. So we can speak that way. We can look, to, we can look at things from a nationalistic standpoint. That is it. So you see, if we do not take care mm. and understand that, look, that tribalism is a problem. And even right now on the modern world, 21st century, we are seeing a whole group of people who do not have a representative at the mm. parliament of house mm. in this democratic era. Mm. Then I'm sorry. This is not democracy we are practicing. You see? So mm. if we are going to be honest with ourselves mm. and speak true to power, mm. it does not matter whether it's a minority or a majority. Mm. The law of the constitution has to make sure that as he's providing for the majority the same way equally should provide mm. for the minority. So that some people will not say that with pain, they will start sitting down and thinking what ways can we use to also divide ourselves or separate ourselves like the way the Western Togoland people wanted to. Mm. And remember, yeah, it was an issue. Right. Right. And it was gaining momentum. Yeah. Are we going to sit down for the sour matter to also start gaining momentum just like the way the Western Togoland did? Mm. And the way it is also going, if mm. I am from San Trophy, yeah, I'm from Lolopi, I'm from Akpafu, uh, how am I going to tolerate somebody who is an Achim man exactly. or Achim woman? Or, or Even if I love the person. Uh, are you uh, exactly and you can also this is also tantamount to those people thinking having the mentality of the western Holland people exactly because if you don't care about us then we're going to turn our own future we're going to exactly own, yeah yeah exactly yeah and and, and, that, and that is why when you see um there is i've forgotten the tribe in, in nigeria they are fighting seriously the ebos the uh, not the ebos there's a particular one and uh, uh, if, if if it comes to mind, I will share it. And okay. They are also saying that look, at the end of the day, they also don't belong here because they are the minority, and people mm. are just taking the advantage of it because of the minority because they are weak. But mind you, when you come to Europe, yeah. the minority is even the one that always they cater and they care and they love most. There you go. And, and why we, is that? But we use our superiority mm. to bring down our people that are weak. Yeah. So somebody goes to the parliament house. He's an Ashanti. He feels so superior. Why is it so? It is so because we are what? Tolerating and not giving a whole the same platform to the weaker ones mm. to get that strength. So as we are going along, we need to pull the weaker ones with us. Yeah. Because they are brothers and sisters. They are our sons and daughters. They are our uncles and aunties. If you say weaker, Dr. Ren, if you say weaker, weaker ones, can you give a more uh, detailed explanation to that? Because somebody might be like, okay, weaker. Like, because the, the word itself has, you know, uh, it might sound a little bit, you know, downplaying on others, right? So, and I know that's not, that's not what you mean. So just, no, no, no. yeah, what, what do you mean by the weaker ones? Are you, go ahead. Yeah, so, so I'm putting it in a contest that if some 
tribe like San Trophy, mm -hmm. Lolopi, Akbafu, I don't have a representative. Yeah. If they are sitting down there, they will sit down and say, ah, is it because we are not in numbers? We are not strong. Uh, if if we're saying uh, we, we, we are shouting that people should come, people are not coming. So people think that, oh, because after all, we cannot fight. After mm. all, we don't have the mouth to bite. After we, don't all, have, we don't have a large pop uh, population. We don't have a large population. Right. So people are taking advantage of us. Yeah. But that should not be the excuse. Exactly. The thing is about nationalism. Yeah. And that is how the Europeans, yeah, they had the problem. But they had to quickly realize that if we don't start putting this terminology into the heads of our people, mm. that no matter where you come from, we are one. So the Western Germany and the Eastern Germany had to come together for one German. Right. One Germany. Yeah. There was different states in America. They yep. put them together. They say United States. There you go. Why go. are we in this 21, 21st century? It, it, even, even before it was a UK, you, you had you had England, but now you have UK, right? That's it. Yeah, you, there you go. And then before Schengen, there was it, there was <laughs> Europe before Schengen, right? That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 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 if we cannot con come together as as one country, mm. how are we also going to be able to come together as an a one continent? Yeah. Exactly. Because remember, together, that is where our strength lies. Mm -hmm. And you see, if we don't realize it quickly, before we realize, the next colonialism that is going to come will never give our identity to the black man. Mm. I know you are watching me in America. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to be honest with you. No, you're right. And so if you have a brother or an uncle who is, who is an MP or a minister or a president, advise him well. Mm. Let him know that, look, as a people, as a race, if we can go far, we need to go together. If not, before we realize, gradually, some people have crept in and taken advantage of our disunity. Right. Do you know that for the purpose of education, one country called Republic of Congo. And anytime I talk about Congo, I cry, I weep. Yeah. You know why? It's the, richest, it's the richest country in the whole world. Yeah. The yeah. richest in the yeah. whole world. Exactly. Do you know that only Congo alone can feed the whole of Africa with electricity? Uh, I'm not, You just educated me on that. But I, I, one thing, a few things that I know, which includes the cell phone, that there's no cell phone in this world that does not have, a, uh, that, has, that, that, was made, that was made without a product, the product, the Colton product from Congo. So go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that was why our grandfather, Kwame Nkrumah, blessed memory, I respect him so much. Yeah. He wanted to make the Congolese the capital of Africa. Mm. Because yeah. he realized that that is where the natural resources is from. Kinshasa. Kinshasa. And so we can tap into them. Yeah. And move along. Because it will be easy. But because of the divide and rule, here we are. So we should not take for a chance and downplay the effects of tribalism. Tribalism. Because people are sitting down there and making sure we don't overcome and become together. So look, we should start using the terminology that will bind us together. That the Ashanti is no more different from the Northern and the Northern is no more different from the Southern or the Eastern or Western or the whatever. We are all one. Yeah. 
Why? That, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, why? Why do we resort to name calling and branding? Is it, <laughs> is it because we hate each other? Is just because um, we haven't educated ourselves, or our leaders have not educated and getting gotten that mentality out of us because it works for them? You see. I, 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 I think that you've 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 asked the question and answered it yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me let me let me let, let me let me add to it that you see uh, it's it's also because of the distinctive qualities of some of the um, tribes. Okay. And and because of that, um, they 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 take advantage of 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 the the minor tribes. Yeah. And so uh, when they are speaking to those minor tribes uh we tend to let the best uh part of us you know the ego the pride gets yeah. in the best out of us and yeah. we tend to start using some words that yeah. you know that are not good they are, not, so, they are not we don't have to as a people as educated people as civilized people in this 21st century we may have made mistakes in the past we yeah. our culture and our history may have affected us in different ways and how we treated people but yeah. The thing is that we have to consistently learn. We have to mm. consistently be open to some of the good qualities that some of the good things that we have mm. seen from the West. How are they developing? They're not developing because mm. they engage in mediocre and minuscule, like very small conversations. They develop because of what Dr. Ren is saying, the national agenda. They're trying to go to the moon. They're trying to, they're trying to change the world. Dubai is like it's almost like unbelievable, but it came from somewhere. It came from nowhere to yeah. where it's at. You think Dubai was the leaders of Dubai were, or the people were of Dubai were literally uh, uh, um, meddling, wallowing in in tribalism and that tribe and that community and that area. Their leaders had vision for them, and I think that as a people, if we are able to cross these barriers, we can hold our leaders accountable regardless of where they're from. Okay, he could be your uncle, but if he's up there and he's not doing the right thing, do not give him or her your um your support, your vote. Let's hold our leaders accountable because at the end of the day, it is not them that is gonna suffer. It is the majority of us who will not have access to basic things in life, and we can cry wolf when we are struggling and stuff, and that is why. We are here today. Now we want to fix the country. And if you want to go on the demonstration, the government says you can't go on demonstration because of COVID. But government can literally have a party at a funeral, right? Because, because we, we just give them the free ride. We, mm. we just do anything you want to us. In their head, that is how they see us as a people. Because as long as my leader belongs to tribe A, yeah. If, if I have all the evidence that he's doing the bad thing, he's being corrupt, I will still go for him. That mindset is what we are talking about. Let's, let's, let's look at politicians, our economy, and people through the lens of our tribal identity. Let's be proud of it. Let's hold on to it. But let's not make it form the decisions, some of the very important decisions in life that affect our day-to-day. Because, Dr. Ren, when you watch videos of how children are being given birth to in Ghana, of how human beings are drinking water with animals, literally, literally okay? This is, not, this is not a fiction. 
These are real stories, right? It is because as a people, and guess what, Dr. Ren? Those people that are drinking water from those from in that condition, those people that do not have place of convenience, right? Those people that have to walk four out four miles to go fetch water and come and walk another four miles back just to get some water to drink, and yes. even that dirty water. Those people that are living in the areas where Galamse is being is, is destroying their nat natural habitat, they are the very ones that will kill and vote for those same leaders that have caused them this demise. Why, Dr. Ren? Because they belonged to your ethnic group, plain and simple. Hmm. Hmm. So now, I, 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 go ahead, go ahead. And I think that uh, uh, you are right. You see, we have to understand that, look, uh, for the purpose of giving respect to the skin color, mm. uh, there are certain things that are petty right. that we need to shun away from. That, exactly. Uh, because you see, as I speak to you now, the Chinese child is developing a, 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 a mobile phone. Yeah. What is our children de developing? What 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 new technology are they even bringing out or being introduced to? They haven't even seen a computer yet. Even simple keyboard self. Yeah. And 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 you are sitting down there somewhere in in, in, in Zima that as for you there, you vote for CPP because Kwame Nkrumah is CPP, you yeah. eat CPP, you drink CPP. So if it is not CPP, nothing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey Rabbi, mm -hmm. what is wrong with you? You you are sitting down in the voter region. NDC is not helping you. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of things there because uh, it's Papa J. is a voterian. I'll vote for him. You are in the Ashanti region. You know that Muhammad did infrastructure development under the Fourth Republic. Apart from Kwame Nkrumah, nobody comes to him. But because yeah. <laughs> Ashanti for the idea, it's about time we have to work on the mind. Yeah. The mindset is corrupt. Yeah. The mindset is corrupt and it is based on division. Mm. And so the colonial master taught us that until you snitch on A, B, C, D, you are not going to get any help. And so before he gets any good things, he has to do something damage to their brother or sister, pull him down syndrome. No, let us grow. Mm. Our competitors is not ourselves, our competitor. The things that we are fighting against is the bad roads. The things that we are fighting against is that we can have clean water to drink. Are we not, is this not shameful that we sit on the dining table with these whites and then we tout ourselves as people that we started civilization and yet today our people not cannot even have clean water to drink. Please, let us understand that look. Like I'm saying, Every ethnic group has its own cultural futures. And that cultural futures, we have to understand that there are something I call value to contribute to the way of our life. What kind of value are we going to contribute towards the life we are living in Ghana? Yeah. That will say that what happens to Santrophy can also happen to the Ashantis tomorrow. And that today, if it is happening to Lolobi, it is not right. Immediately, something has to be done to bring dignity, respect to our own self as a Ghanaian. Because nobody, as I have said a million times, I'm sure when you were traveling, you did not travel with maybe a, 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 a Ashanti or a Igbe or any or a Botarian or Enzema or a Chekenapaya passport. You travel with a Ghanaian passport. Exactly. 
So why are we doing this to ourselves? We are doing this to ourselves because we have not understood that we are the queens and the kings. We are doing this to ourselves because we are not realizing that if we come together as a human being, we will do more exploit and add to the gains of the Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, the Obichibilamtes, the, 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 the people that fought for independence from us. Yeah. Mind you, if in Ghana had not gained independence, the black man would never have an identity. Mm. You know, because we were the torchbearers until we gained independence. That was when the Marcus Gavi, the Martin Luther King, their, their voice became more relevant. Yeah. It became relevant because it will resonate directly with the people that live in Africa. Because those that were living in America were few blacks. But when we gained the independence, that was when people started shouting and saying that, yes, the black man is capable of managing his own affairs. Yeah. Let us for once put down our differences and tell everybody that, yes, indeed, it is true. We are brilliant. There's a lot of qualities. Let me tell you one thing. Mm. In Krumah's wisdom, he gave the Ash people of Ashanti and the Nordness, Kwame Nkrumah Science, uh, University of Science and Technology. Do you know that? Do you know why? Mm. He realized that the Ashantis were more industrious. Mm. And he realized that the Nordness were more creative. Mm. So let me build something called a science and technology so that whenever they bring out their creativity, their creativeness, we can channel it through education. And use it for future what a, a, a building of our nation. Development, yeah. He realized that the Westerners and the Central people were people that love education. They love teaching. Let mm. me build them a university there that will train them. Mm. They realized that the university and attaining from the university, uh, uh, the college to the University of Ghana. Mm. He said, "Look, let us build, uh, uh, bring out policies and." Uh, 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 Programs that will enable them read their laws and do their businesses because the 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 Voltarians and 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 the guns they like reading they like to argue. Let us do all these things because out of every distinctive qualities we can get the best for the nation. Right. Today, where do we stand? Are we going back to the days when the greater enemy that we have to fight, we are losing it as a Ghanaian? Now. If we are talking about Ghana and we are calling for world meetings, do we even call our president? No. They mm. call, they look at the African countries before they will come and consider Ghana. Hey, where did we, where did we lose the baton? We were racing at a speed of light. Yeah. We were a hope and a beacon to the black man. Yeah. Things are not going well. And it's not going well at all. And gradually, we are failing the, the black man because when we started it, he gave hope. Yeah. And that was why you could see a Ghanaian in Sierra Leone. They will welcome him. Yeah. And that was why you could see people like Kwame Nkrumah, even after the coup d'etat, he even became a president for another person's country. No, we've always had respect all over. I mean, when we started, after Kwame Nkrumah, the, the, the Ghanaian has had always had respect. Um I think that you, you're making uh, awesome points. This is the Progressive Mind Show. My name is Alinko. I'm honored to have Dr. Ren. Uh, Dr. Ren is a social commentator. He's also the executive director uh, at Modern Institute. Now, uh, what is the... 
Modern World Institute. Modern World, Modern World Institute. It's a, a think a, a, a think tank group based mm. in the UK. They also have affiliate. They're also in Ghana. They are a grassroots, more so uh, think mm. tank group. And uh, you can always look him up. You can always follow him on social media, Doctor Ren. That's how I saw him on Facebook. I was listening to him. I'm like, man, this man, he is he's deep. These are such. such these are the type of brains and the mindset that we need to transform Africa, to transform Ghana. And so uh, you can always follow him on social media, Facebook to be specific. Before I have Dr. Ren tie this conversation into the Fix the Country movement um, and, and, and what needs to be done as a people, how we have to, we've mentioned some of the things that we need to do as a people to move forward. Another thing we have to recognize, and I just want to make this point real quick, is that in as much as our culture and our tribal values and customs are great and, and, and give us an identity and are good for us, we also don't have to dwell on it too much because this world has moved on, man. You see, the very thing you are holding on and it is, that is giving you these chips on your shoulder and thinking that you are better than the other, which is either your dialect that you speak and you speak it well, you speak Angola very well. The other person can speak well because sometimes even as an Ewe, I have some people in my community who say, oh, your Ewe is not thick enough or you are not. Because even within the Ewe ethnic group, right, the Ewe, uh, uh, have, we have different, you know, tribes, right? So you have the you have the, the people from Wedome or the Anglo and all of that. And so sometimes when you're speaking, if you're from Peki, the, the person from Anglo thinks that your airway is not pure enough. Or even when you live in Peki and you, you move to Accra and it kind of alters your dialect a little bit because we just have different dialects and sometimes it just messes us up. And so if yours is not as pure, the, very pre the, the same group that you are from will make you feel bad. You are not speaking it pure enough. Okay. So I'm not speaking pure enough. But at the end of the day, how does me speaking a local dialect pure enough help me economically and um, um, socially? No, economically. Because in this world, the computers we are using is not coded in any African dialect. Okay? The, the, the phones we use, the, the cars we drive, even our own Kantaka, who's making awesome cars, we are not buying it. He's been making it years. None of us from because he's a Ghanaian and he's making cars. So we have all we have this funny attitude towards it. Government is not promoting him. The people are not patronizing his car because he's an African or Ghanaian making cars. So we don't care about it. But what I'm saying is that none of these things that the world is moving to, that we need as a society, all this developmental project. They are not the books that we read in our schools, they are not written in Akan or Ewe or Ghan or any other African dialect. They're all in English or French or something. It has become our fate. I'm not saying that we should take these international languages more seriously, but what I'm saying is that let's not dwell too much on the fact that we are very good or we have a very strong tribal attribute or qualities or characteristics that makes us better than the other. That is what we I want. I feel like we have to move away from as a people. Speak your dialect anyhow you want and how good, however good you are in, entrench in it, enjoy it, feel proud in it. But don't make you be, don't let it become, don't let it, don't let it make you, don't let it 
turning you into a bigotry, a tribal bigotry. And that's all we are asking for, so that we can look beyond these things and think about the things that matter. The Chinese are taking our country over because for some reason, this same tribal sentiment, we have allowed some leaders to do whatever they want. So the leaders take us for fools, so to speak, so they can sell our country without thinking about us. And so we are here and the Chinese have come to Ghana and transformed the processes of making cocoa. They have mechanized it and they're producing cocoa and turning very soon. They wouldn't, they wouldn't care about Ghana's exporting cocoa to them. These are the things we have to worry about as young people. Being innovative, being creative, calling our leaders to book, holding them accountable and having a mind of our own is all we are asking for. Dr. Ren, please. Mm. Uh, uh, I think that, uh, um, thank you so much once again and uh, thanks to the uh, viewers and uh, those that are listening to us. Uh, uh, honestly, if you are looking at what is happening, I mean, uh, with the uh, Fix the Country and mm. what is going on, I, I am saying that now I am happy. I am happy to say that uh, once upon a time, mm -hmm. uh, it was not like that. We were very gentle. We we're very calm, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were very respectful. But today you could see the young men are taking, I mean, the politics of today seriously. Why are they mm -hmm. taking it seriously? Because when they travel to the, uh, 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 the Lebanon, the Beirut, mm -hmm. Libya, the suffering, mm -hmm. then they ask themselves, why? Yeah. What wrong have I done? To deserve all these exactly so now the ghanaian is now realizing that look no matter where i come from i have to think about ghana because once ghana is fixed i will not be able i will not be thinking about traveling to all these countries that i go and face all these inhumane treatment my gosh you know the stories people who travel on land to europe and to even make mm. uh, what what brazil mm. Some some of the countries that we we would classify as third world countries, even though it's yes. not necessarily the word the, the right word to use, yes. Ghanaians would die rather rather want to die to go to these countries, mm -hmm. right? That are also considered third world countries. They're not doing well, but anywhere is better than Ghana. Anywhere is better than Nigeria, and I can speak to Nigeria because I you know I know some friends and I know mm -hmm. we share you know same uh, issues. And so I just I just wanted to add to you to that because I've heard stories, bro. People have like lead women and young men, young men and, and guys trying to escape the country that has gold, diamond, the country that has oil, that has all the natural resources, the country that Dr. Kwame Nkrumah comes from. Dr. Ren, please go continue. Uh, and 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 so you see, others are our people, our own people are suffering. Mm. And then you have these group of Ghanaians mm -hmm. who are not in those other countries that are facing this kind of treatment, mm -hmm. but equally did not go had much education, but they mm -hmm. found themselves in Europe. Yeah. Now they sit down and they speak to their brothers in Libya. They mm -hmm. sit down and they speak to their brothers in Ku Kuwait, Beirut. The other time I had one Ghanaian living in all the way in Cambodia. I said, what is this guy looking, <laughs> searching for in Cambodia? Exactly. Cambodia. So when, we start, when they start talking together, they realize that, no, the European system, even though he's not a German or a British, when the wife gave birth, they are taking care of the wife. The system is being put in place. Yeah. Then he calls his brother home and said, no, my brother, what mm. is going on is not well. Then the one also living in Ghana said, ah, I have finished university. 
Do you know that 10 out of every, uh, uh, if, if, if we are talking about the people that comes out of the university, one to 10, mm. only two people will get job. One will get job in the private sector. One will get job in the public, uh, in the in the government sector, the public mm. sector. And mm. even the public sector is because maybe your father is connected to an MPP or connected to the government in power. And even there is choked. Exactly. <laughs> because and, 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 and as choked, the minister can bring their children. <laughs> yeah, they be, yeah, right. But but you publicly tell you that is choked because it's what? Choked. Yeah, you tell you that no, don't. We are door is closed. But yes, they'll bring. In the back door, they'll bring their officers, their cousins, and their yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so you see when uh, 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 this uh, minister Savamavu was saying that the public sector was choked, but then there was way for his son. Yeah. So when the man sit down and say, "Ah, I went to the university with these same ministers' children. Why is it that it's choked, but their children can go get uh, employment?" Mm. No. We are tired. Enough is enough. Mm. We have to speak out. And then we want to speak out. They say they won't. They don't. They will not let us speak out. Mm. Then they said, "No, look, the form system whereby we have been voting because we vote on tribal uh, grounds because mm. we want an Ashanti or an Achim to become a president. No, now we are tired. Yeah, we don't want it anymore. Right. We are not going on that tribal grounds because mm. after all, we don't even see what you people claim they have done for us. Mm. Do you know the many times the Kuvadu visited Ashanti region, ran up to the election in 2020? Yeah. He went there more than five times. And he was cutting swords all over the place. After cutting the sword, what <laughs> has been put on the ground? Yeah, that's it's pathetic. So it's when they sit down, they realize that we help you to come to power and we are not getting anything. And recently we heard what the mini, uh, 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 as they normally call him affectionately, Honorable uh, Kennedy uh, uh, Japan, saying that we are told that we cannot employ MPP foot soldiers. Mm. There is bitterness. We are told. The, we are told. Yeah, we are told. Which means that uh, can Atevwa is being heard saying that the president uh, Kufuado and Baumia is saying that they cannot what employ party food soldiers. And he is saying that if that is true and it came from the president Baumia, then he can also guarantee them that uh, Kufuado will not get a successor, uh, uh, someone to come after him. Mm. So this is the trend that is going. And the young men are seeing that many promises that we made or they made to them are being unfulfilled Yeah, promises. And I say that when I look at Ghana, I say that we are being led by a man without character. Mm. And so for instance, you are, a hand, you are a young man. You have seen a lady. You love the lady. You make all promises. And you cannot even fulfill one. My brother, the sister will run away from yeah. you one day. But in this case... In this case, the, the 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 brothers and sisters are not running away. I think we are still. I think that we are still holding on to. You know, no, I take that back. I think that this time around, people are beginning to realize that. Look, I think they may have made mistakes because I've spoken to people who have literally said, "Yeah, to Abafun." Okay, mm. uh, people from friends from the Ashanti region. Okay, because mm. they believed that because Nanado belong to their clan or their ethnic group, you know, he they, they don't care. They didn't care about what was going on, uh, some of the uh, allegate, corrupt, corrupt allegations, because in four years, we didn't actually see, you know, anything done. Hadn't uh, borrowed the amount of more money that the government had borrowed, right, in the in four years. So what was the grounds for giving him a second term? So when you have these conversations with friends, sometimes they'll, they'll be like, you know what, you know, right? 
which is also entrenched in the tribal mm -hmm. sentiments. Another thing that I also um, realize is that when now I know that it's uh, what it's almost six minutes to time. So I'll let you finish the point you are making so that you don't lose your train of thought. I, I will come in later, but please continue with it with, with, the, with the points that you were making. So you see, all that I'm saying is that look, when the Ghanaian youth look at the leadership currently, they mm. are men and women without character. Yeah. And I say people without character because when a person has a character, his words, his deeds, and his actions are in tandem. So what he says, he does it. Yeah. He makes sure that he shows you that this is what I'm doing. Right. But when a person has no character, he says one thing, he yeah. does another thing, and he keeps promising. Because every person who do not have character keeps is a promise, is a promise, can promise person. Or can mm. promise. <laughs> so all these things and the hardship, mm. then the youth says, no, enough. And let me explain it to somebody who is watching us who say, Fist of Kanji, who are they? It's a young men and women mm. who, because of the hardships in the country, are taking it on social media to campaign under the team, fix the country. And all that you are saying is that things are getting worse. Yeah. We don't care wherever you come from. As a leader, fix it. Yeah. Not only fix a particular sect or tribe of people, but fix the whole country. The whole and that, country. Is where, that is what gives me the joy that one day, if mm. the old banana dies, I mean, the young circles that are coming up yeah. can make sure that they will push the leadership yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. And really, I am happy and I am seeing it and I'm saying that young men are coming up. Recently, yeah. you saw what happened in Mali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the coup happen. Recently, you saw also in Burkina Faso, yeah, so the people, yeah. people are fleeing and they want to come to Ghana. Mm. It's sending a signal to the West African leaders that look, enough is enough. Yeah, enough. We don't care anything. All that we care is that fix our roads. Yeah. Give us employment. Give us education. Give us clean water. Because we are also human beings. Because mm. after all, we have the natural resources and that natural resources cannot be used for a selected few people. Yeah. That's, that's why I am happy. Thank you. Thank you so much for a great point. This is the Progressive Mind Show. We are here every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. CST, Sundays 2 to 4, which is uh, Sunday we call it the Finding the Balance. We, we are blessed to have Dr. Ren, who is a social commentator uh, in, and, and is helping us under, you know, break down this very important topic. Uh, I think that people have gotten it. You said something about you know people going to Cambodia and all of that. You know, can you imagine? You know, we back in the days, Ghanaian soldiers were sent to Cambodia to try mm. to keep the peace there, right? Mm, yeah. That's that's how far developed we were. That's 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 yeah. the status that we had. You know, we went to Ghanaian soldiers would be taken taken to Nicaragua to help yeah. peace. You know, when Liberia was in situation, you know, we you know Ghana soldiers were sent there. So all of we are saying is that we have the pedigree to becoming great. We have shown greatness. You know, Ghana has come along where we have we have shown development. Kwame Nkrumah set the pace. You know, uh, the nuclear centers, the atomic, you know, nuclear centers. In, uh, so he had a vision uh, when he was building highways. Some European countries we didn't have highways, so we can do it. And so we shouldn't allow uh, uh, tribalism to blindfold us to make poor judgments when it comes to selecting our leaders, when it comes to holding them, holding them accountable. And I think that, like you said, it's really caught up because the guy who started the movement, Kali J, is a young man. Mm. 
24, yeah. 23. Yeah, we interviewed, we had him on the show. He yeah. said, Look, he said, Look, we, I just felt like we were tired, and I just put it in there. Like, look, face the whole country. So, what he said the same thing you were saying. I said, What do you want the country? What do you want the leaders in Ghana to fix? He said, Just fix the country, just fix every part of the country. And so, uh, great point. I think that this is the this is one of the examples that makes me believe that the youth of Ghana have really woken up. When I see people like Captain Mike, uh, Captain, Captain Smart, Smart, yeah, who literally before the before these elections, we saw him carrying what was it cement or something? Yeah, and cement. <laughs> fully support, and he he support he voted for the for this current government. Okay, yeah, of, yeah, coming off of the affair, for me. I think that the government's first four years was a, was an abyss an abysmal performance. I right. think he didn't do well, and I don't think that he 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 uh, um, warranted a second term. But people voted for him anyway, and for Captain Smart, who voted for him, and to be saying publicly now for for doing what he's doing now, Captain Captain Smart is all over the place now, you know, preaching. This fix the country movement and 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 pushing the young ones to start thinking nationally and not you know so I think that the trend is changing. People are getting it now, you know. So if you voted a wrong way, probably because of your tribal uh, connection, uh, now you understand that it's not going to cut it. Tribalism is not going to cut it because I always say the computers we are using is has has no writing, has nothing. In, in in our tribes, nothing close to it. We don't have any coding in our name. The books we read are not in mm -hmm. our tribal dialects. So why why are we all over it like that? Why are we making it fill our heads and we walk around, drop it, feel proud in it, but let's look at a future, the future that Dubai has. Let's look at the standards that Dubai, we are humans too, we can make it. We have the ability to build societies because our history shows us as black people, we had societies like that. And so we have it in us to be able to do it if we are able to check some of these benign things that have been holding us back. Dr. Ren, I think that it's one minute past 4 p.m., but there are some things that I know that are on your heart that you want to get out. Please take the next you know, two, three minutes to get them out while we try to wrap up. Before then, let me just do this justice to these comments that have come through. Oh my, oh my, I'm really enjoying this program. Big ups, Dr. Ren and Co. Amos saying this. Um, this is from Iman Abidabi. Are we sure that the next generation have what it takes? Um, and then he says, the problem he is describing are not Ghanaian problems. They are the black man's problems. They are human problems. And these issues must be addressed in same manner. To even think of this as a Ghanaian issue is that is to be tribals in addressing the issue of tribalism. Thank you so much, uh, Imano Abidemi, uh, for your point. Um, so, Imano, I think that what we were trying to do, we, we, we looked at... Uh, this tells me you, you haven't been following the progressive minds, even though you're my good friend and I know you... Uh, I know you and I work uh, uh, closely. Last, no, a couple of weeks, we did tribalism. We looked at tribalism in Africa, okay? We are, we are trying to tackle it from different angles. And so we want to zero it in in in, in on Ghana. I'm Ghanaian, but I'm, I'm from Africa. But, you know, I've, you know, I'm African, but I belong to the country Ghana, you know. That's, but anyway, 
we want to be able to look at it as in small sects and how it affects because we have to grow from the inside out. And so we're looking at Ghana and how it's eating us up. And we know that it's related to other countries. Uh, and again, we've done our best to try to touch on the African continent. These conversations are ongoing, my brother. It never ends. So we're just engaging, engaging, and hopefully we can be able to cover all the points that uh, that you deem fit. So Emmanuel, that's just a little, uh, that's just to throw a light on what we just, what we, what we're doing today. Dr. Ren. Uh, yes, I think that, uh, uh, let, let me take you from where Emmanuel, and, and thank him for his, um, uh, um, submission or comment. Uh, if he, uh, if I'm to answer Emmanuel, I mean, we all know that, uh, tribalism is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we said that even in Europe, but then they use a different terminology. They, talk more about nationalism mm. we have to start looking on that terms because after all uh someone will say what does the future hold for africa in tri tribalism if that's what emmanuel wants i can tell him the struggle to contain it uh is di divisive uh effects may be longer or more mm. uh you know difficult in some countries than others but i have no doubt that um uh that will contain we have the we have the will uh, to be able to overcome mm. and see that one day, in terms of the Africa, if Emmanuel is looking to that, uh, that definitely one day uh, we will get there, and yeah. uh, there will be a sense of nationalism. But yeah. let me end by saying, and mm -hmm. I, I will end by this: You see, I want everybody that is watching me as a Ghanaian. You have to know that we are equal. Mm. Uh, Ghanaians are one people. And until we recognize this hard fact, posterity will come, will not come to us, mm. irrespective of how our huge or too many natural resources. Let me take it again. Ghanaians are one people. And until we re all recognize this hard fact, prosperity will not come to us irrespective of our huge or too many natural resources. We are one. Yeah. Let's recognize it. Mm. And until we recognize that, that is when prosperity will come to us. We should stop the fighting ourselves, but rather come together to fight our common enemies like poverty, diseases, and ignorance and i want you to know as you are watching me all over the world the black man was not born of any lesser god mm. let us begin to speak right and speak power and speak better positive energy you see when the great man once said king harry said that britain was great they could not even feed themselves with three square meals of a day. But the concept was that he believed that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Mm. Let us start using our mouth to say good things and let us work out in unity. Mm. And once we do that, the natural resources that we have, we will realize that it will be of great benefits, not only unto us, but onto the unborn generation. Thank you so much. And a big thanks to all the freedom fighters that are fighting so hard. 
thanks to all the Positive Action Ghana, and thanks to uh, Modern World Institute, and thanks to you as well. And I'm sure that uh, when your team contacted me, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so humbled, and I thank you for the great job that you are doing. Thanks. Not only for the country, Ghana, yeah. but also for the black man. For the black man. Thank, thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Feel free to give give a few plug uh, to the folks that you, you've been working with, the you know, folks in Ghana, all the social media conscious guys who are trying to bring a change. Feel free to mention their names and give them some shout outs so how people can follow you and all of that. So, uh, Alinko, I mean, definitely we are now, I mean, we are one family. We yeah. have to speak. Uh, in that uh, uh, line, that it does not, uh, uh, the person that comes from uh, Enzima is not different from the one from the voter because we all travel with one passport, which is the yeah. Ghana passport. Mm. Mm. My brother, my thank brother, you. thank you. It's been, it's a, been a, a very, a very uh, uh, I'll say, I'll say, uh, uh, inspiring, inspiring, energetic, energetic conversation. Uh, if I said anything, and I mean you are not happy with me. Uh, pardon my uh, bad manners. I went to Adisado College. <laughs> the, the, the college. The college is called. The and, college, yes. and to our audience who have been patiently uh, listening and following and adding your, your two cents, we really appreciate you. This one is kind of keep up the good work. You all and God bless. Thank you so much, Ajua Vicky. So this episode of Tribalism in Ghana, Connection with Fix the Country, will have to come to an end. Uh, the progressive mind is about building our community. We are very concerned about connecting the diaspora, black people coming together and working together. We are also mindful that in a society, we don't live in a vacuum. And so we ought to pay respect to each other, uh, be you black, white, it doesn't matter. Uh, acknowledging and placing ten on everyone and not looking down on one, uh, one person because of their ethnic backgrounds or their st commerce, uh, economic status uh, is where we want to basically drive the mindsets of Ghanaians and Africans towards, okay? So the little things that we have been doubling, it, doubling in has not helped us. Why? The evidence is there. We don't see, you know, so if we want to do better, we can, we can achieve something we can't achieve uh, greater results or greater things by doing the same things we have to start looking thinking outside the box we have to copy well if you look up to the west let's copy them well how they develop their society and some of the strategies they use some of how this how they collaborate right and and not and not necessarily play into this um uh, tribal bigotry that has caused us so much all, all, over the years. We hope that you can add your support to the Fix the Country movement that is currently ongoing. Let's not copy all the bleaching, all this community slave queen attitudes and all these bad behaviors that we see in the West. Let's not copy those, right? What is important is what we are talking about. Correcting our mindsets. And looking at a looking at our, our agenda, looking at a nationalistic agenda of things, and not looking at who who is this person, where they belong, what language they speak, and how well they speak a certain dialect or language. And I think we have been able to touch on this thing in a way that at least gives you the gives you the drive to start looking at life differently. We hope to do this again. Dr. Rent, I am very appreciative. Even though you gave us your last word, we kept going on and on because these things are as vast and it's so dear to our heart. I respect what you and the others are doing. 
uh, I would say that kudos to you. Um, we all can build our society and our country, Ghana, if we work collaboratively. God willing, we shall be here next week Wednesday. Bye-bye.